0: Yo yo, what's up? <laughs> this is Justin Brunson. Culture Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a
1: meat guy. <laughs> You're
0: listening to the Modern Eater Show on
1: iHeartRadio. I talked to Justin today, hard really hardworking chef here. He's got a lot of projects going on. He's like, ah oh, man, small business, I would just want to give all of the restaurants up. I just wanna end it. Right now. Fourteen hour well, yeah. day. Every day. That's what it takes. Small business Saturday. It's an interesting endeavor. If you got the fever, you got the fever. Some do, some don't. But here's the interesting thing. Small businesses, what do they want to be? Well – They want to be know, a big business, Brian. Yes, but All right, yes oh, don't, don't no, give no, no, me all no. this fluffy stuff I'll in go back to it, though, because there
2: is this big question, and there's been a big debate online recently about the fact if you're a small business and you get big.
1: Economics.
2: Are you That's you still what I want to talk about. Yeah, what and do I mean, don't
1: agree with that. Hold on. Hold I don't on, agree with don't that. You don't even know what I'm saying. You're going to say you don't. No, I don't agree with what, what I just said. Okay. Yeah. You don't agree with what you just say. Why would you say it then? Here we, go. <laughs> Here we go. Small businesses, you want to grow. Economics, that was what I did. Economics, that's what I went to school for. Well, but
2: how big do you want to grow? Is well, it a lifestyle? Is it a hobby? No, no, Is no. it, you Here's know? Here's the
1: question. What do you do with your business when you've grown? What's your ethos? What do you believe in? How do you treat your business that was a small business that now you're a big business? I, I have could a feeling this is going to be yeah. a big business someday. Well, we certainly hope. So. I think it will. Right. And I was, uh, listen, I apologize for that. But here they do. They're joining us right now. And uh, Danny, Emily, Wong, thank you for coming to the show firmly is the product and this is a really cool thing i read and i read and i read and i <laughs> said this is way over my pay grade so i'm going to defer to you guys please expert uh, just tell us about firmly
3: well originally firmly was designed to be a mobile lab that could go to breweries and offer them the Q C help that they couldn't really have on premise because frankly
1: hold on uh,
3: QAQC, Quality Assurance and Quality Control. So we decided we wanted to bring that to breweries in a way more accessible way. We wanted to give them access to what Coors has, what Odell has. But it's financially not feasible for everybody.
1: So I'll jump in. We have experienced a lot of breweries that come through here. A lot of people, home brewers, I want to be a brewery. I'm being a a brewery now, but what does it take to actually go from the love of being a home brewery or somebody that home brews to being a business and having that quality consistency where you guys can jump in, right? When a brewery opens, when a brewery is out on the market, you're, you're
0: you're being judged by people that drink your beers, people that want to have something they can always
2: count on. Wait, wait. That's called consistency. Exactly. I mean, I want to I have the same beer. If I liked it, I want to come back and have the same beer that i liked. Are you sure? Not a different second. beer. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, no. I mean, don't, don't do the switch and bank. Same name. Yeah. Don't, beer. don't show <laughs> me the horse and sell me the donkey.
1: So what do you guys think? What even, do you do? Even
0: small breweries, tiny ones that have yeah. tap rooms that don't do a whole lot. They don't package. They don't have bottles or cans. They still have the regulars that come into tap rooms that expect that same thing. And when you breach that trust with the consumer... You, you, as a business, have a couple of issues. I'm not getting into that right
2: now. but Well, but that's how do they even know they're doing it wrong, Danny? I mean, how do they? Well, that's a great question. Seriously, great question. because I've been brewing it the same exact way. Yeah. But I didn't know something same different recipe. got into my tank. It's the same. Of
3: well, there's a lot of aspects to it. But the first way that a brewer is able to tell whether or not something has gone wrong is usually on the sensory. They can taste it. They can taste, well, this one isn't.
2: Wait, though, can you test gravity?
3: I can't
1: taste gravity. Wait, can first you? of all, exactly. Emily questioned my palate earlier, which oh. was great. But, but <laughs> as and, she a, lot t- yeah, Emma, and a lot of yeah, and a lot of yeah. As she uh, should, yeah. uh, I tasted a little something different in a beer, and she corrected me. And I said, "Okay, you're you're absolutely right with that." But that consistency is what we're looking for. For folks, we have a lot of breweries, a lot yeah. of brewers. Zach, yes, we do. Zach Christopherson. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. He's sitting right here with us right now. Hey, Zach. How's it going? Yeah, hey, Zach. Long time no see or talk. Happy, yeah, no kidding, Zach. Happy late birthday. (laughs) Yeah, please show up to the dance every once in a while. But talk to the Zachs of the world or talk to whomever, the breweries that listen to this show and say, here's what we have, here's what we're doing, and, and we'd like to appeal to you.
3: Well, the way I think of our business and the way that we've specifically designed it is we want you to know when everything's going Right. You find that, you find your groove. You want to keep it. You have that perfect malt bill. You know the exact hops to have that right beer. And you know you have a medal winner. Well, frankly, we want you to be able to make that every single time. And just on sensory, just on what you have available in the brewery, it's not going to help you get that full extra bit. You right now, a lot of breweries are running a race, and sometimes they need that extra kick, that little extra edge at the end, and that's through knowing your fermentation quality, okay. that's knowing your gravity, uh-huh. and it's not just sitting there using your hydrometer or your refractometer. Yep. The, Those are
0: great tools.
3: They to be, are. To they're 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 great for as you're going along, but you want to know at the end of the day what's going on. We use equipment that, frankly, CORES uses.
1: So I was going to ask, is this this uh,
0: proprietary, what you guys have? The process is very well published. There are several groups, scientific groups within the community that really says, hey, look, this is how you're supposed to measure one certain thing. That's not a secret. We're not making that a secret. It's not proprietary for us. For us, our big thing is how do we help the brewers? How do we build a community and share in the knowledge that we gain from everybody else that how do we make sure help every brewer make the best beers they possibly could
3: and how do we make it affordable because we want it so that you can afford to have it for every beer that you care about without having to put forward six figures mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so
2: emily danny let me throw something at yeah. you think about this creating some ip because that's what you need to do because you don't want anyone like coors coming in
1: intellectual property and, though, yes okay. exactly
2: and and if you do that, I, and I think what it is is the kind of report that you're giving people, because create a create something that is unique to you and that no one else can do it, or they have to pay oh, you to do it. Oh,
1: look at They're
2: like I hey. love. I look at this.
3: So we decided to approach it not from a service perspective. We approached it from a technology startup perspective. We realized that data is useless unless you have access to it and so you can look at a sheet of paper and you can know a lot about that one beer but how is that going to help you six brews down the line how is that going to help you on your next brew i know and it's so, the same case that so, we run into every time. Because
1: we're like the Today Show and we're constantly moving, and you'll be back <laughs> many times. And actually, you guys are I, You know, know, yes,
2: I love you around. guys. Just so you know, the two of you, I think you are like magic in a bottle, and you, oh. you two will be billionaires someday. Well, with, if you stay on this course of what you're doing, I
1: think that their product is <laughs> a little elusive. For folks and the end users, like, still, I don't even really know what they offer or what they're talking about. But what I want you to do, Danny, is just take a very concise one minute to say, brewers, here is what we are. Here's what we mean to you. And I want want you to take that minute to say, "This, this is the action plan.
2: This is why you need me.
0: To the brewers out there, listen, we all want the best product out possible. We want to understand more about what we're doing. We know we're good at sensory. We know we're good at brewing. We're good at, great at doing your recipes, brewing a beer out, and saying, hey, does it taste good? We know that. They're just simply things that the human senses just cannot quantify. And there's just so much more to knowing all of your data going forward from batches you've done four, six, eight, ten months ago to how am I doing now? There's something about being able to track, and that's a tentpole to consistency. Is this
1: a complete replica? The repli- repli- replicatable process. Is yeah. that right? It should be. It should be. It should be. Okay. okay. Right. So replicatable. Replicatable.
2: So so I want to make this over and over the exact, exact same, same way every time. Right. And absolutely. it's not for
0: you, the brewer, it's for your consumers. It's yes. for your
1: biggest fans, it's for the people that it. shout your name from the rooftops. That's why you do it. Yeah, do this for us. The brewery that's coming up next. How do you talk about them? What are you going to say? I as of now I would say hey, let's uh,
0: talk about where you at. We we're always curious to know what you're doing, why you're doing it, New how you're doing. Of course, yeah, absolutely. What what's your ethos? What are you trying to do? Yes. We like to learn. Our goal is to be community. There's there's no other word that for what we do. We're not here just to get stuff out of breweries. We just want to. Honestly, we love beers.
3: Yeah, we We love love beers. We love
0: going out. We love drinking. These are all part of our family. We're talking about Holla Daily, Black Project, Joyride, Jacket Mountain, Resolute, Resolute. and uh, Outer Range.
3: And these are all people that have taken an active way of approaching quality in their brewery. They've gone forward and said, you know what? I want to know a little bit more. And we have ones that these are their flagships. And then we have ones where this is their one-off. Yeah, I agree. And even if it's a one-off, they want to know about what's going on in that beer. And that's what's interesting is we have these people that are just, I want to know that this one beer is always reliable. Since we're here. And then we have other people that are just like, well, I kind of want to just have a little bit of idea of what's going on in this barrel. Because barrels are fun. They're Barrels are so fun, fun. Yes. And when you add in bacteria, you add in super fun yeast like Brettanomyces. If you have Diastaticus and you know how to use it and you're not packaging it, it can be a really fun way to enjoy a beer.
1: Unbelievable because these are all heavy hitters that are sitting yes, on the they table are. with us. You want to be a heavy hitter, that's what it amounts to. Um, come back, look these guys up. How do they find you?
0: Well, online, uh, obviously, yeah. dot uh, facebook.com slash friendly LLC. Mm-hmm. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. A mm-hmm. uh, big part of what we want to do is to build some awareness into what quality means. And wh- There's a lot behind the scenes. We think of it as uh, uh, how tell, it's made, right? <laughs> yeah.
3: And we want to tell brewers how they're doing things right. And the thing is, is that lab has almost become a dirty word, like how you personally sure. might hate the w- word. Finances.
1: Oh yeah, yes, thank you.
3: Everybody hears finances, for and they in, it up. and they immediately go, "Nope, bad place. Don't want to talk about yeah. it." And when brewers hear lab, a lot of them hear like, "Nope, don't want to talk about it." They
0: feel like you're telling them you're doing something wrong. That's not our approach.
3: and our and I feel like the way that we've built our business and our goal is to tell you everything you're doing right, so you can do it again
1: and do it the best you can. Yeah, firmly. I love it. Um, firmly.
3: Firmly. Obviously.
1: Yeah, firmly know your beer, but the fermentation process—it's all good. And these guys will talk to you one-on-one. Get a hold of you. Website again,
0: F E R M L Y. -Y. That's how I spell firmly.com.
1: Perfect. As in fermentation. Firmly.com. Fermentationally. These are cool. We have a brewery up next. It's in gestation. They're going to be releasing. And uh, Zymos Brewing Company, Alex Tift and James Coulter—they'll be up next right here on the Modern Eater Show, and I.